0: Oh. Fans, listeners, siblings, mostly siblings of the Latchkey (laughs) Sibs, Um, welcome to the final episode of the season. It is a wonderful Christmas evening on which we are recording. Um, I unfortunately am not with my two siblings, Holland and Allegra. Say hi. Uh Hi.
1: Ray Ooh. was unfortunately a victim of flight cancellations due to the crazy, crazy weather during the holidays. Yes. So he is stranded in California and we are in Maryland without him, sadly. Ooh, we hate the weather. I mean, Ooh.
0: luckily I'm stranded, like, in my home.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, like,
0: Meg and I kept talking about, like, thank God we weren't stranded in our, like, layover location.
1: Oh, totally. Cuz that would be and, like, an still, absolute like,
0: nightmare if I was stuck in like the Denver airport or something.
1: Yeah, that mm. would that would suck. And you were still able to like see like Meg's family. Like you're yeah. like with family. Yeah, I'm like her, I'm currently at Meg's
0: <laughs> childhood home. I'm in her childhood yeah. bedroom
1: on her bed. <laughs> why, do, why are you saying it like this? <laughs> it sounds so sinister. <laughs> what do you mean? What I'm do you in mean? The childhood bedroom? I've had a lot of wine. Okay, Allegra.
0: (laughs) Um, But anyways, yeah, we, you know, I I FaceTimed my sisters and my, you know, dad and grandparents. We opened some gifts this morning via FaceTime. Always Mm -hmm. super big bummer. This is the second time I've had to do it because of COVID. So, yeah, the one thing I hate about that is, like, I don't get to be there to hand you the gift. I don't get to see you open the gift. I'm opening it yeah. for you, which sucks, and vice versa. Yeah.
1: But, anyways. You had really cool wrapping paper this year, too. I know I you're did. so proud of it. I had
0: really cool wrapping paper. Or are you saying you had cool wrapping paper?
1: No, you did.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I did. I definitely did. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was so proud. Anyways, this isn't why we're recording. Um, <laughs> one good thing did happen today, and that was. <laughs> We completed the punishment for Holland as mm-hmm. this year's big, fat, stinking loser. Big BFL. Biffle. Biffle.
1: If you will. If you will.
0: um, Big fat loser. I think we have a new name for what the loser will be. Love it. Um, Biffle. And... I guess the results were underwhelming, but still fun.
1: (laughs) Well, you know what I learned? That's not my fault. (laughs) What I learned is
0: Holland is much more comfortable in her skin than I thought.
1: (laughs) I don't know if I should take that as an insult or not. She also had quite a bit of wine, I will say. I I had a lot of liquid courage. This might have been different in the sober light of day. But well, it's, I don't to, know. I also learned that we're very nice. But also <laughs> so we will be posting this online, so maybe my thin my thin my skin will be a little thinner once it once the world sees me. Right. <laughs> Rather so, than just my family. I'll Without further TikTok. ado, <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's roll the clip of our phone call earlier when yes. we announced what the punishment would be when we when we broke the news to Holland
1: the initial. Okay, I'm recording. All right, Gray, you're on speakerphone. Hey, Holland. Hey, <laughs> Hi, Gray.
2: How has your Christmas been?
1: It's been pretty relaxing, uh, but I have a feeling <laughs> that's about to change. <laughs>
2: yeah, let me change that for you. So, what Allegra and I have cooked up for you, what we have in store for this year's Latchkey Sib punishment for the loser... Mm-hmm. You get the honor of performing in front of the whole family.
1: Oh, God.
2: The opening cheer from Bring It On in the dream sequence.
1: (laughs) The whole thing? As much as one can do by (laughs) themselves. I have to learn the dance? Yes. So you might (laughs) need to start practicing.
2: So start choreography. Um, when Nina and granddad come for dinner, after dinner, we can do it.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay. (laughs) I'm really excited. And I'm going to want
2: commitment out of this because we are going to be filming this and putting it on our socials.
1: Oh, great. (laughs) This is the main event. Yeah, this
2: is, this is, this is what the people have been wanting. All year long. Okay. So,
1: okay, so we're we're filming it and putting it on our socials, and then uh, I guess for the rest of our, we'll do like a post-mortem on it? Sure, yeah. I mean, I think Gray's yeah. idea is that this is mostly a socials thing. We'll put a little thing on the podcast, but mostly to be like, go check go our Go look Instagram, at it. Go look at our yes, TikTok. Okay. <laughs> this is to try and do yeah, like our other platforms. Platform. Okay, gotcha.
2: But... I hope you're stoked. I again, if it's if I don't think that you're really putting in full effort, i you might have to do it again. You're
1: gonna have to restart every time. Oh, uh, good. But <laughs> you know how like in just dance if you like fail too many times you have to restart the song. Oh my gosh. <laughs>
2: yeah, think of it like guitar hero. Great.
1: Or
2: rock band.
1: Great. Okay. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> to, like learn a whole freaking dance routine. <laughs> for grandparents you used to do this all the time we when we were kids it. it's yeah, a exactly. callback it's a
2: it's latchkey sip throwback
1: all right okay i'll get right on that <laughs>
2: all right well you heard it folks uh we'll check back in with you when the the you know premiere begins
1: <laughs> the deed is done <laughs>
2: All right. Cool. Okay. All uh, right. You can end recording now.
1: <laughs> okay. So that was the first call. So then. That was the first, I, Oh yeah, yeah. Things I,
0: changed. We. So I wait, was.
1: So I we, went upstairs and I started. Working, I started <laughs> memorizing. You better work, bitch. I started memorizing the bring it on tier. I slowed it down to like 0.75 speed and played it over and over. I literally spent maybe almost an hour on it. And then Allegra came upstairs and was like, Gray's on the phone, we're changing something. <laughs> oh, that's how I sounded? That's exactly how, so how I So let's sounded. roll that clip, okay. I we're checking in I guess. What why checking am I recording in, so right now, Gray? Hang on. Yeah. Holland. Yeah? Can you hear me? Yes.
2: All right, checking in live from the slopes. <laughs> After some deliberation um and you know learning that the grandparents will in fact be present when you're doing this. Uh-huh. Uh We're thinking maybe the lyrics to the Bring It On opening scene are not the most appropriate. I had Greg go ahead and
1: give that another listen. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
2: So we're going to change the punishment, and you have to learn the Mean Girls Jingle Bell Rock.
1: Are you fucking kidding me? I was just practicing the Bring It On cheer. I almost had it memorized. Okay, do you want it? We can do
2: both. Maybe it could be a doubleheader. (laughs) I'm <laughs> thinking for the sake of not making Nina and Granddad have to be either confused or uncomfortable,
1: um, we're going to do Jingle Bell Rock. Well, do you want to give Holland the option or are you just wanting, is this part of the, the punishment is having I guess, myself? Holland,
2: you, have you been listening to the fucking lyrics of the, of the
1: <laughs> I mean, song? yes, I have, but you're the one who you, assigned the punishment.
2: Remember, well, remember, you're going to have to be performing, so that's song and dance. Do you want to be saying out loud in front of your grandparents, you can look, but don't you hump?
1: <laughs> okay, so I'm doing Jingle Bell Rock instead now?
2: Well, again, I guess we're leaving this choice up to you. Which would you rather do?
1: Well, I'd rather only have to remember one dance. So I guess yeah, I'll do the I'm Jingle Bell you. Rock.
2: Okay, well, that's what I'm saying. So if you, if you don't want to have to sing and dance you know, the boys want to touch my chest in front of your grandparents, then uh, do the Jingle Bell Rock, but I'll leave it up to you. Okay. Also, I love you and, you know, score more points next year. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, we're going to go straight. All right. Well, that's. Okay, bye.
1: <laughs> Okay, so yeah, so I had to freaking scrap my plans and learn Jingle Bell Rock. Oh, an easier song. It was a lot easier, honestly, and I didn't have to sing, so it was fine. Yeah, and I will
0: say one thing. So the initial idea before any of this was actually um, we were going to force you to read, recite, act out a fan fiction Um, erotic fan fiction in front of the whole family.
1: Oh boy. Based on,
0: based on, uh, a movie that we have watched previously, I believe. Okay. So I, as I stated, I think over the, on the phone call earlier, I was snowboarding all day today. I was trying to, (laughs) you know, rectify my kind of bummer Christmas by doing something fun and, uh, Allegra helped me out a lot. I want to give credit where credit is due. She did help me a lot. And what she did was help me find some really baller uh, fanfics. One one was from National Treasure called Find What You're Looking For.
1: By Queen of Shmoop.
0: By Queen of Shmoop. One was called dance with me uh by dragon heartstring 360 and that was an aragon fanfic (laughs) (laughs) really really honestly i'm really bummed we didn't do that one that was what i was really looking forward to and then one was called mine and it was a santa claus i'm assuming (laughs) bernard fanfic
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. I feel like we should maybe still do a we should okay. do a bonus up and just <laughs> read them. I was gonna say, Holland, I would love for you to actually they're all one chapter Holland, can you
0: wait, 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 hold on, guys. Can the rest of this episode just be like Holland doing it like an audiobook? Yes. Sure. Yes.
1: <laughs> we'll put that we'll put that in at the end. <laughs>
0: Okay, but anyways, we just have
1: to react to it. Oh yeah, well I'm just saying, (laughs) pick the best one and I'll read it, and that can be the end of the up. But like, (laughs) let's talk about what you actually did first. So I did do the Jingle Bell Rock routine. It was originally going to be in front of grandparents and everything, but they ended up leaving beforehand our our grandpa was really sad about it i think we are going to send them the video though they were very stoked to see me dance send it to them after it's on tiktok for those views no just kidding so then after i did the dance i think gray was a little disappointed that it wasn't it didn't seem as much of a punishment so then i also tried to do as much of the bring it on dance that i remembered (laughs) which was not that much but I don't know. I think that's also on tape. I think we learned that Holland just loves dancing (laughs) and that we're really nice. (laughs) Yeah, you guys were way nicer than I thought you were going to be. Good to know, Gray, and I'm sorry, but Holland, like, pitched a goddamn fit when we told her she had to switch dances, and guess what? It was not that big of a deal. Like, (laughs) Holland acted like the biggest crabby patch, and yet it wasn't even that big of a deal. So we could definitely push her way harder next time. Yeah. That's well, my, that's my bad lesson, for being nice. Lessons learned, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like, I will, I will pitch a fit, but then I will do it. <laughs> that's the Capricorn in me, baby. It's like, I will be like, fucking A, this is so annoying, I can't believe I have to do this, but if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it well, okay? Well, I mean, Grey, how would you rate her, you know? Like, would she, would she... Or I'm gonna put my best foot forward. Would she Chante <laughs> stay or would she shashay away, you know what hey, I mean? I didn't phone it in. You, I you didn't know the words. I would
0: say for for Jingle Bell Rock, I would give Holland a solid 7 out of 10. Okay. For the Bring It On, it was like a 3.
1: Well, that's because I already forgot most of it because you told me I didn't have to know it. I know. <laughs> but,
0: wait, um... wait, wait. Sorry, I am, I'm currently reading the National Treasure fanfic and... <laughs> Oh my god, I love it. This was <laughs> not the relationship I was thinking was going to be explained.
1: Oh, interesting. And um, I, th-
0: I love it. But hold on.
1: Great Grey told me not to find anything that was like explicitly porn, and so I just found the cringiest <laughs> shit I could find.
0: Yeah, <laughs> okay. but I'm thinking I'm thinking regardless, it's gonna be Aragon, so let me read this one next.
1: Okay. I (laughs) want Holland to read all three, honestly. I can do all of them. They're all... They're not that long. They're all very short. Okay. I think Aragon might be the longest one. Um, all right. Well, should I do that now, or do we want to wrap anything else up? Any final thoughts, Greg? So, I guess we should say, we are going to be posting the video of me doing, I guess, both the dances... Yeah. ...on Instagram... And And TikTok. ...TikTok and Twitter, probably. So, once this episode is live, you will see that, unfortunately for me.
0: (laughs) Um, Um, When it comes to last words, final words, I just have to say this. Um, I wish I was meaner. (laughs) (laughs) And remember this next year.
1: Okay. Um, Okay. Yeah. I feel like. Good closing statement. (laughs)
0: I also, feel Happy like holidays we're... everybody
1: Happy holidays we'll get meaner you guys we promise we'll get the hang of this. This is only <laughs> our second punishment ever also I guess we should say do we want to give a preview of next season of, of what... what we're thinking oh, yeah we're changing a lot so I guess we won't say anything now but we will say I think we're gonna take January off we kind of we did like a marathon in 2022. And I think that's also maybe a preview of next year of um we're going to try to format the show so that we can take more breaks <laughs> and it doesn't have to be quite as much of a slog. We're all adults with full time jobs. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna take January off and I think we're also going to try to have like shorter seasons but like men more like many in a year. Yeah, if that multiple makes more seasons sense. a year. So, like, we'll we'll give that as a teaser, but for now, we'll be back, I guess, maybe in February. TBD, we'll let you know. Um, but I guess without further ado, I'm reading a fan fiction, or three? <laughs> three. So, I think, Gray, we should go National Treasure, Santa Claus, and then finish with Aragon, since that's the longest one. I love it. Okay. okay, so Holland, I want you to do the voices. I'm good. So okay. remember, Ben is Nick Cage, so do <laughs> your okay. best Nick Cage impression. Okay, okay. so the- Wait, well, hold on, this... hold on, hold
0: on. Can I do, like, exterior, or, like, hold on.
1: Oh, you wanted to be the narrator, Gray, and Holland just does the voices?
0: Yeah. Okay. Actually, no, 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 no. Or do you no, want... <laughs> I don't want to do that. I don't want okay.
1: to do that. Okay, so this is called Find What You're Looking For by Queen of Schmoop. Um, the summary is Riley has concocted a puzzle for Ben to solve a very special puzzle. (laughs) Apparently it's a sequel to another national treasure fan fiction. Um, and it's been turned into a series, but we don't need to read the previous. Okay. Riley Poole fidgeted as he waited. Honestly, he had thought Ben would be here by now. Was his puzzle that good? Had he he managed to stump him? He snorted. No. No way. Then what was the holdup, he wondered. He'd been sitting on on this bench in the park since sundown, and it was getting chilly. It may have been spring, but with the sun gone, the air had grown crisp. He resisted the urge to look at the time. Maybe Ben had stopped somewhere along the way to get something to eat? Ben Gates did tend to think better on a full stomach. He smiled to himself. Which was saying something, considering the man was already the smartest guy Riley had ever met. He glanced around, but none of the faces nearby looked familiar. More minutes passed, and he began to wonder if Ben had even bothered to figure out his, the clues. Maybe he had tossed the first clue, thinking it stupid. Maybe he had figured it all out and hadn't wanted to reach the conclusion. Maybe Riley? Riley? <laughs> he whipped around and saw Ben behind him. How the hell? He looked closer. Ben looked nervous, very nervous. Riley nearly gulped. He overste- he'd he overstepped, thought they were on the same page, but... You beat me to it, <laughs> Ben said. What? You beat me to it. I was going to. Ben waved an arm vaguely. But you did it first. Riley shook his head. What are you talking about? Ben came around the bench and sat down beside him, reaching into his pocket and pulling out a small box. Held it out, wordlessly. Riley's hands were shaking as he took it. He opened it to find an antique ring contained within. Ben, it's not a family heirloom, Ben said regretfully. But it does have a long history, back in the Ben. Riley's voice quavered. Want me to try that again? <laughs> what? With his with a quavering voice. Ben, Ben,
0: <laughs> not quivering, quavering. It's
1: quavered. I don't know what quavering is. Don't say quaver, quaver. Yeah. <laughs> Ben looked alarmed. I ruined your moment. Oh, God, Riley, I'm so sorry. I Riley threw himself at Ben, and they both almost fell off the bench. You want to marry me? He asked through his tears. <laughs> ben, held, <laughs> ben held on to him. <laughs> of course, like I said, I was going to propose, but you beat me to it. And it, it didn't such a clever way, Riley. Ben's voice was admiring and pleased. Riley pulled back enough to look at his boyfriend and swiped at his eyes. "'You liked it?' "'Your puzzle?' "'Very much.' Ben's smile was warm. "'Yeah?' "'Yes, Riley.' Ben smiled wider. "'It was fun.' Riley (laughs) let out a delighted laugh. "'I'm glad when you were late—' "'Late? There was a timetable? No one told me that.' "'I just figured you would have solved it sooner,' Riley admitted. "'I mean, I had help from Abigail and a few others, but you're Ben Gates.' Ben took hold of both both of Riley's hands, one of which still held the ring box. I actually would have been here earlier, he admitted. (laughs) (laughs) But once I realized what was going on, I had to go back to the house and pick this up. He tapped the box with one finger. Riley let out a chuckle. Of course. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) He looked down and then reached into his own pocket, producing a ring. This was not in a box- this one was not in a box, just loose in his hand. He looked down at it, dubious. It's not much, he started to say, but Ben leaned in and kissed him for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> when they broke apart. <laughs> Riley was dazed. It's perfect, Ben said, taking it from taking it from him and sliding it on his hand. He pulled the antique ring out of the box and took gentle hold of Riley's own hand. May I Riley nodded. Bereft of words for the moment, he watched Ben's hand slide the ring onto his finger, then his own hand be lifted up and his fingers smooched. Watch what a sentence. Then his own hand be
0: lifted up and his fingers smooched.
1: He watched Ben's hand slide the ring onto his finger, then his own hand be lifted up and his fingers smooched. (laughs) Let's go home, Ben said, standing. Riley stayed rooted in his spot. Ben? Yes. We just got engaged. We did, Ben agreed. You want to marry me? I do, Ben grinned at his at the words. And I want to marry you. I certainly hope so, Ben's grin got wider. And um your parents have an engagement party waiting for us, Riley added. Ben blinked. Really? Yes, we're supposed to he- hear over there right after um you say yes, if you were going to say yes. Ben pulled Riley up to him and kissed him again. If I was going to say yes, we had a contingency plan in place if you said no. Again, Riley was kissed for a good length of time. Riley Poole, you are... Ben stopped. I'm what? Perfect, Ben finally said. And mine. (laughs) Another kiss and then Ben let go of him. I'd much rather take you home and celebrate, those are in quotes, in private, But if mom and dad have a party all planned, I guess we can't disappoint. Glancing around, Riley said slyly, We could be a little late. Ben put his arm around Riley's waist and started walking him out of the park. Oh, what I want to do to you will take some time. The rest of our lives, I think. Riley shivered, the good kind. (laughs) He (laughs) smiled softly. (laughs) Good thing we're going to be getting married then good thing ben smiled back they walked out of the park arms still around each other heading for the party but more importantly heading into their future together and
0: (laughs) bravo amazing bravo that your reading just made me shiver the good guy
1: (laughs) i'm happy Dude, the Aragon one might be too long. But, like, I know the
0: same Yeah, I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I necessarily need to listen to another one, but I think Holland needs to read the rest of them out loud.
1: I. Okay, I. I do think that Holland should at least read aloud. The Santa Claus one while Grey is still on the phone. Okay. But maybe on your own time you can read all of the Aragon one. And maybe this will be the first episode of the podcast I actually listen to. (laughs) Okay, great. Okay, so this one is called Mine by Serenity One. Summary, oh God. Bernard and Charlie are caught by none other than who? (laughs) (laughs) notes disclaimer i do not owe the santa claus (laughs) all this note i have no beta all grammar mistakes are my own this is my first time writing for this fandom i hope you enjoy all right (laughs) we shouldn't be doing this why not i'm an adult now and dad won't be back for another few hours please don't mention him charlie i just don't want to think what he will do to me if he finds out about us Oh, don't be dramatic, Bernard. Dad isn't like that. Charlie said. Charlie, have you seen him run? He may be big, but he could really chase you down. Bernard said as he and Charlie were cuddling on the bed. Besides, like I said, he won't. Charlie. Charlie What's your best Tim Allen. Hon? <laughs> I don't even know how to do Tim Charlie? Allen. Charlie. 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 Charlie, I don't know. That's a good one. Charlie swore as Bernard looks at him with wide eyes. But eyes has an apostrophe. I thought he wouldn't be home. Bernard asked frantically. I guess wrong. Charlie <laughs> muttered as he scram. Yes, wrong. Charlie muttered as he scrambles off the bed to put clothes on. However, while he was changing, the door opens, revealing Santa. Charlie, I forg. Santa <laughs> began but stopped midway. Charlie was putting on his pants as Bernard was trying to use his magic to get to the North Pole. What's going on here? Again, I want your <laughs> Tim allen What's going on here? I don't know how to do Tim Allen. I was gone for an hour and I see you changing with. Dot, 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 Santa said angrily as he turns to see Bernard. Bernard squeaked at the stern glare that he was receiving. I can't use my magic, Santa, he said nervously. What? Santa asked surprised as Charlie continued on putting his clothes. Bernard fidgeted as Santa came closer to him. Aren't you supposed to be at the North Pole? What are you doing here? Better yet, what are you doing here alone with my son Charlie? He asked. Er, well, it's not what it looks like, Dad. Is it? I caught you getting dressed while Bernard here is fully clothed and quivering in the corner. Santa snapped, looking at Charlie. Luckily, it was me who caught you and not your mom, he said. Um, sir, you were delivering gifts to kids and shouldn't be home right now, Bernard piped up. Santa turns to look at Bernard with an annoyed look on his face. Really, Bernard? Your magic is gone, also. Explain that! Um, Bernard and I are together, Dad, Charlie exclaims as the two looks at him. We've been together since I was 19, he explained nervously. Why didn't you tell me, sport? Well, I thought you wouldn't approve since Bernard is an elf and I'm, a, and I'm human. Besides that, he is more older than I am, Charlie added. <laughs> oh, yeah, much more older than one should have known better, Santa said, looking at Bernard. W- woof. <laughs> if it makes it any better for you, sir, we did waited to have sex until now, <laughs> Bernard explained, making Charlie groan. Uh.
2: Look.
1: Look, I have to finish delivering these gifts tonight, Santa said. Bernard, you better be here in the morning, even if your magic returns somehow. Charlie, I returned because I forgot to ask you what time your mom is coming home tomorrow with Neil and Lucy. Not till the afternoon, Charlie said. There was silence as Santa didn't want to get more angrier at both boys. (laughs) Dad, I know you're upset, but I'm grown and an adult now. Bernard is my boyfriend, Charlie explained slowly. We'll continue this until the morning, Charlie. Bernard, you better tell Curtis on being head elf, Santa said as he turns and leaves the room without saying anything else. Well, that went well, Bernard said once Santa was gone. I think Dad sort of approves, Charlie said. Sort of? He's going to have my head if I'm left alone with him, Bernard said. Charlie chuckled as he was done dressing and sat beside Bernard. He hugged him. Don't worry, babe. You're mine, and nothing will happen. You'll see," he said. Bernard huffed as he wasn't sure, but nodded and hugged back. Ed, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Wait,
0: I'm so confused. What was the point of the magic not working?
1: What was the point of any of that? I have no idea. What was the point of fucking I have any of no that? Idea. I don't who the
0: know. fuck is who the fuck is Curtis?
1: I don't know. That's the kid from the second movie who's like, the desentification process has begun. It's that kid. Oh, I don't remember that at all. Are oh, is, so- is it yeah, Spencer, Spencer Breslin? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> all right. Yeah. That wow, was that was, really was bad.
0: so bad. <laughs> all right. I'm going to end it there. I am so fucking hungry. I. And also, I think I finally got my shot in Freud of. <laughs>
1: Of me reading this fan fictions. Yeah, even
0: if Holland isn't necessarily <laughs> being tortured by reading this, everyone else is, and that makes <laughs> up for
1: All right, great. Well, we'll have you sign off. I guess I'll end it, and I'll close it with the, the, the Aragon fan fiction, and that means you will have to tune in later to hear it.
0: <laughs> Fun, so Nice little. Off a right nice now. little Easter egg. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Or should I say
0: a nice little dragon egg? Dragon egg.
1: egg. Oh, I thought you were going to say Christmas egg. <laughs> That's a Christmas egg. No, no, it's What's
0: Christmas. Oh, uh, instead of Easter?
2: <laughs> oh, my God. I goodness. like that.
0: All right. Well, <laughs> hey, Merry Christmas to all. Um, and to all, stay on and listen to this Aragon bullshit. <laughs> Bye. Right. Bye, Greg.
1: Allegra will stay here with me though to listen to Aragon. Oh, will I? Oh, I don't know. Are you leaving me too? <laughs> Am I closing this off by myself? Well, I mean, if you read it, then I'm definitely not listening to the, I texted it to you. Oh god, okay. I'll stay, but then I'm for sure not listening to this episode when I hear hey, it. What are you doing? Oh god, closing things. <laughs> okay. Alright, this is called Dance With Me. By Dragonheartstring360, summary, at a ball celebrating the fourth anniversary of, oh God, Galbatorex's death. Remember Galbatorex? (laughs) And Nasuada's Nasuada's coronation, you and Murtaugh have a little trouble function seeing each other all dolled up while also dealing with those who still haven't forgiven Murtaugh for his past deeds. That makes absolutely no sense. So it's Murtaugh, you know, the emo boy, yeah. and you, the reader. Yeah, I know, but that sentence just didn't make sense. So at all the points where it's, like, does it's nonsense, you put in your name. Okay, so it's me. Yes, so it's you, Holland. So okay. you'll put your Holland, you'll so choose your favorite color. Holland is self-inserting right now. Yeah, and okay. then you choose your own dragon's name, it'll be fun. Uh, oh, that's what D-N, D-slash-N means, yeah. dragon name. Yeah, so it'll say, like, Y-N, and that's your name. Yeah. Okay, the ruckus of people talking and music playing in the great hall of Queen Nasuada's palace (laughs) filled your ears. (laughs) You stuck close to Angela's side as she conversed with the queen, who had come down from the large stage. Her long, elegant table, full of leaders, lords, and ladies, sat on. Did that make sense? I don't know. Listen, I just want to say, I love when they're just like, Nasuada, Galvatorex, Angela. <laughs> it's good to finally meet more of Aragon's students, the queen said, turning her attention to you. He's written some very high praise for you in particular. Which dragon is yours? Oh God, what should my dragon's name be? It's your fantasy dragon, baby. What would <laughs> Natasha? I don't know. Jesse. <laughs> That was my go-to pet name when I was little. Perfect. Jessie, you answered. Still a bit starstruck that the Queen of uh, Allagasia had taken such an interest in you. With the gold dress, crown, and black jewelry, she looked even more regal than you'd imagine when Aragon had informed you of the invite to celebrate the fourth anniversary of her coronation and the death of Galbatorix. There, the blue one... I, I also chose the color, by the way, people. Ah, yes, I see many of the writers have matched their dragon's color. You look lovely, and I'm very glad you accepted the invite with Aragon and the other teachers. Please enjoy yourself. You bowed. Thank you, Your Majesty. That wasn't so bad, was it? Angela teased next to you. She frequented Aragon's Writer Academy frequently. <laughs> You were also a bit of an outcast. You'd become friends quickly, and i have learned many feats of magic from her that you weren't even sure Aragon or the other elven teachers knew. You released the breath you'd been holding. (sighs) Still nerve-wracking. She was very nice, though. Angela hummed in agreement before turning to scan the crowd. She turned back to you with a knowing smirk. You've caught many fine young suitors' attention. I told you that outfit would work wonders, and your hair does look quite nice, if I do say so myself. You snorted. I doubt there's the line for me you think there is. But thank you for your help earlier. I'm not much of a stylist. Of course. Oh, here comes Aragon and a certain someone. <laughs> ow! Why'd you hit me? Oh, it's someone. Ow! Why'd you hit me? <laughs> I read the ow wrong. Okay. <laughs> it's like ow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me take that again. "'Of course. Oh, here comes Aragon and a certain someone. "'Ow! Why'd you hit me?' "'All you had time to do was shoot the herbalist a glare "'before turning to see an abused Aragon approaching with another figure in tow. "'What's going on over here?' "'Nothing,' you answered quickly. "'You glanced at the figure beside your teacher and had to do a double-take. Myrtle was already handsome in his everyday clothes and hair, "'but he looked even more regal and impressive now. "'You felt Angela's mind touch her as gently.' close your mouth. You snapped your jaws shut, finally meeting your friend's, well, definitely more than a friend after four years, eyes, and were surprised to find a similar expression on his face. His gray eyes wide, mouth parted in a small O as he looked you up and down. Your outfit had a similar veining and dragon design, although you were showing much more skin than usual. Your dress had a deep V in the front and a large diamond cutout on your back angela had expertly styled your hair and insisted on adding a bit of oil to your lashes as well as subtle highlight to your cheeks at the time you'd rolled your eyes but when she said you looked doe-eyed and dewy but now you couldn't help but silently thank her not that you'd ever say that to her face i holland murtaugh stammered you look i mean i he quickly averted his eyes laughing nervously while rubbing at the back of his neck as a blush spread up his neck and onto his cheeks you look lovely aragon said holding back a laugh is what he's trying to say you both do thank you angela said and you almost laughed at how your best friends were having to save you both the two of you don't clean up so badly yourselves i'm afraid we arrived a bit late so we missed the food i'm sure we can find something aragon turned his turned To his brother with a a mischievous gleam. Wait, brother, what? I don't know. With a mischievous gleam in his eye, while Murtaugh's face filled with dread. But are you hungry now, Angela, or shall we dance? Now it was your turn to look at your friend with horror. Angela smiled devilishly. Oh, I'm not very hungry now, and dancing does sound good. But she placed a hand on your shoulder. I know Holland here is starving. So, Murtaugh, why don't you help her find something to eat? I'm going to strangle you, you sent to the herbalist. Better save your strength in case Murtaugh's into that. I'd hate for you to waste it on me. Angela! Yes, let's go, Aragon Those were all, like, tele- That was telepathy. I hope that was clear. Holland, you gotta add, like, voice effects now and after, <laughs> <like>. <laughs> let's go, Aragon said, hurriedly offering Angela his arm and disappearing into the crowd. More telepathy. Ta-ta, do try to have fun. And remember to keep your mouth closed unless tongue is involved. Before you could send back a retort, Marta cleared his throat and hesitantly stepped closer to you. Um, he smiled as he offered his elbow. Here to escort ravishing, ravished guests, you locked your lips as you tried not to laugh. "'Ravished,' Murtaugh said once. Said again, and this time you both burst into laughter. "'Once you'd both regained yourselves, you slipped your arm through his "'as he led you towards the large banquet tables pushed to the sides of the hall. "'You began to scan the table for any signs of food, but most of it had been devoured. Murtaugh picked a dimly lit spot away from prying eyes and pulled your chair out for you. "'Oh, I need to grab some. I'll get it for you,' he smiled and hesitated before, "'leaning closer to your ear. And... "'You really do look incredible.' "'Thank you. So do you.' "'He looked away bashfully before giving your shoulder a squeeze "'and going off in search of food. "'No,' said an angry voice. "'If you didn't get the food while it was hot, "'seems like your loss.' "'It's not for me, sir. Please,' Murtaugh's voice floated over, "'making your head snap in his direction. "'I just want to collect some leftovers and I'll be on my way.' "'Oh, for a lady, is it? "'Does she know who you are? What you've done?' You jumped out of your chair, moving with determination through the small crowd that had gathered, and your heart practically beat out of your chest. You knew this had to be Murtaugh's worst nightmare come true, but luckily, only a small corner of the room seemed interested in the current events. As you passed people watching, you made sure to angrily tell them to go find something else to do, sometimes even turning people around yourself. Soon, others got the message and dispersed, recognizing the dragon design on your dress and not wanting to be the next subject of your wrath. As you neared your friend you could see a stranger a lord or a lord's son by the looks of him irritatingly close to Murtaugh's face although his back was to you you could see the defeated slope of his shoulders without hesitation you moved so you st- without hesitation you moved so you stood between the man and Murtaugh, forcing the stranger back a few steps "Oh and this must be the unaware lady," he sneered. "What If she knew who you were, she wouldn't be wasting her precious time on the likes of you! He turned his attention to you, softening slightly. This, my lady, is the spawn of Morzan and Galbatorix's right hand. You should really spend your time with more suitable company. He held out his hand to you, and you felt the bile rising in your stomach. I know who he is, and if you'd been paying the slightest bit of attention the last few years, you would have noticed how hard he's worked to undo the damage he caused, most of it against his will. You seem to be the only one here who is unaware and has a problem with it, but then again, I'm not sure how you even pay attention to where you're going with your nose stuck that far up in the air. You little wench! Apologize to her now! Furtall growled, taking a step forward so his chest pressed against your back. "'To both of us,' you added, putting a hand on Murtaugh's chest to steady him as he tried to move in front of you. "'Oh, and why should I apologize to a traitor and a tart from some backwater village? "'Because where else would you be from to not recognize me or give me the respect I'm due? "'You're probably only here because you slept your way to a dragon egg.' "'Murtaugh grabbed your waist to move you out of the way before lunging at the man in front of him.' The stranger quickly pulled a small dagger from his sleeve and sliced at Murtaugh's cheek, sending him stumbling backward in surprise. You forced yourself between the two again, backing the stranger up to a large circular nearby window and roughly turning him around as Jesse's glittering blue eye suddenly took up the whole frame. They moved so that their deadly rows of teeth were visible and growled before backing up to reveal several who <laughs> Jesse. Was. Trapped in tamed dragons, thorn included, glaring <laughs> at the guest in front of them. The man gulped before slowly turning to look at you. His face full of fear. There are thirty dragons outside. You reminded him. If that view is not good enough for you, I'd be happy to give one more up close and personal. The man simply shook his head before grabbing a nearby torch and throwing it onto the meager platter of leftovers before storming off. You shook your head and looked menacingly at the few curious watchers, who quickly turned and pretended to be occupied with something else, before softening and turning your attention to Murtaugh. He looked so deflated, it made your heart sink. You rushed over and put a reassuring hand on his shoulder while gently grabbing his chin and turning his head to examine the cut. "'It's not bad,' he said so quietly. You almost didn't hear him. "'I'm sorry. You have nothing to be sorry for!' But no buts. You turned to see many of the guests had no idea what had happened. A maid disappearing with a platter through a side door caught your attention, and you gave Murtaugh's arm a gentle tug. Come on, let's get out of here. Murtaugh followed you without question as you followed the maid down a corridor to a spiral stone staircase. She heard your fur- footsteps and turned with wide eyes. Is everything all right, my lady? My lord? I'm not a Murtaugh. Murtaugh began. Yes, we just, there isn't really any food left up there, and we missed dinner, and need a minute away? The maid finished. Yes, you said sheepishly. Sorry, I'm like, I can't speak. This is really long. long. (laughs) You
0: want to skip ahead to,
1: like, something fun? I'm just going to read it, and maybe I'll edit it. The maid simply smiled. Follow me. There's a corner of the kitchen that no one is using. I'll scrounge up some food for you. You smiled in return. Thank you. As you followed the maid further down into the lower levels of the castle, Murtaugh's arm slipped out of your grasp to join his fingers with yours. You looked up and smiled at him, giving him a gentle squeeze. You were relieved when he gave a tiny smile and squeeze in return. Once in the kitchen, the maid hurried you into an unused corner with several cluttered countertops, an oven, and a large wooden table in the middle. She disappeared, only to return a moment later with a platter of cheese, bread, and meat, along with two glasses of wine, a bowl of water, and a cloth. You thanked her before she quickly curtsied and disappeared again. Holland, he simply here. He seemed surprised when you hopped up on the table to examine his cut again. You're getting your dress dirty. You shrugged. Dirt brushes off. Does it sting? He hesitated. A little, but it's really not bad. He stared intensely into your eyes for several long moments. Thank you for defending me up there. You deserve it. And thank you for defending me as well. Anger flashed in Murtaugh's eyes. The things he called you. I still just want to. It's all right, I promise. I've been called worse. Your friend's gray eyes turned sad. I don't want you to be called anything ever again, except good things, of course. Those are the only ones that are true anyway. <laughs> you laughed softly, hoping you weren't blushing up to your ears. Hold still, you brought your hand up to his cheek, softly whispering "Ways, Ways Hile? What? <laughs> Is it, magic? Is it magic? I guess it's a magic spell. <laughs> ways <hail." laughs> <laughs> Murtaugh winched slightly as the cut sealed itself and opened his eyes to regard you with an intensity you felt down to your toes. You licked your dry lips, making his eyes snap to the action before returning to your gaze. You seemed unable to move your hand from his cheek as he licked his lips in response so decided to cut your losses and gently glide your thumb over the smooth skin. His eyes he closed his eyes and sighed cupping your hand with his own as he leaned into your palm the food forgotten on the table behind you. Chatter from the kitchen staff in the next room finally came into focus as someone started strumming a lute with an accompanying (laughs) flute.
0: in In
1: a slow docile tune dance with me, Murtaugh murmured, finally opening his eyes and turning his soft gaze back to you. I, um, don't really know how. I'll help you. Please, I need to- he seemed to remember himself and cleared his throat, taking a small step back and away from your touch. That is, only if you want to. You hopped off the table you'd been sitting on, quickly brushing any possible crumbs off your backside. I want to- Murtaugh smiled before slipping an arm around your waist and pulling you flush against him, the other arm extending to hold your hand in line with your shoulder. He gently started stepping back and forth, to and fro, and you were proud of how you kept up until your foot landed directly on top of his. I'm so sorry, you said, but couldn't help but the laugh that bubbled up. But you did know I was a klutz when you asked me. He laughed in return. Full and bright, and it was like music to your ears after the ordeal upstairs. It's all right. Just relax into it. You did as told and soon found yourself moving rhythmically in time with the music and your dance partner. He surprised you by letting go and spinning you with a hand above your head, and you noticed something shift in his eyes as the two of you laughed and you pulled you back to his chest. In a sort of trance yourself, your hand moved of its own accord to rest on his muscled chest. Myrtle pulled you impossibly closer and gently covered your hand with his own. His other arm secured tightly around your waist as he pressed his forehead to yours. You closed your eyes, softly sighing in content. They snapped back open at the feeling of worn knuckles gently scraping against your cheek, and you couldn't help but bump your nose against his. He returned the gesture, his voice low. You're so beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) So are you, you replied just as quietly. (laughs) He chuckled, his breath fanning a few loose strands of hair away from your face before pulling back to look at you. Oh God, Holland <laughs> He licked his lips, suddenly looking nervous. I there you are Aragon's voice cried behind you. Oh, I can't watch. <laughs> you and Murtock quickly jumped apart. You whipped around to see your friend and teacher standing in the doorway, looking concerned and confused. Oh, am I interrupting something? No, you assured at the same time, Murtaugh grumbled, yes. You met his eyes and he openly stared for a moment before quickly turning... Before quickly... You met his eyes and he openly stared for a moment before quickly looking away. I heard about what happened, Aragorn said, bringing you back to reality. Are you all right? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Nasuada pulled the Lord Golan's son aside and gave him a stern talking to. He slinked off and we haven't seen him since we're fine murtaugh answered a maid was kind enough to get us some food since what was upstairs was burnt to a crisp aragon shook his head nobles hey murtaugh reported i know right you said hey murtaugh cried even louder looking at you in mock betrayal you shrugged earning a laugh from him as aragon quickly asked the kitchen maid to bring a few more trays of food up to the dining hall come on you two are missing all the fun Murtal shook his head at his brother's at his brother's antics, gesturing for you to go ahead of him back up the stairs. You smiled and ducked your head before following Aragon. Murtaugh just on your heels. You waited until you were in step with him on the stairs before hesitantly slipping your hand back into his. Murtal wrapped his fingers around yours tightly before giving you a gentle squeeze. As you neared the door to the great hall, he brought your he brought your hand up to gently kiss the back of it before guiding you back to the party with the warm hand rubbing the small of your bare back. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> long. <laughs> I think that was long as hell and I think it's part of a series, so Oh, really? <laughs> if anybody wants to know what happens next, go look for what's it called um Dance With Me by Dragonheart String 360. I just love the idea that all the times you said Holland, it just says Y-N. It does. <laughs> and I love the idea And all the times I said Jesse said D-N. <laughs> I also love the idea of someone going back to read all of these and thinking Holland. <laughs> yeah, go back and read these Aragon fan fictions and just picture me, guys. <laughs> Well, um. Well. I think you enjoyed. I that feel too parched much too. now. <laughs> <laughs> Holland's impossible to punish. <laughs> I knew we should have made you eat hot peppers. <laughs> that probably would have been a better punishment. <laughs> oh, Gray, this is what you get for vetoing hot peppers. Right? <laughs> I wanted Holland to like play hot peppers, and then we'd all play like Mario Kart. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> That would have been horrible. And Holland can't drink milk till she wins one. (laughs) (laughs) Ideas for next time, I guess. I guess so. All right, well, that was a a substantial episode of, I guess, just me reading fan fiction. I hope you edit this. <laughs> yeah. I probably will. Just wanna, all of them. All I'm of them, probably, just the highlights. I'm probably going to for sure edit down the Aragon one, because it was really long and honestly not that exciting. No. <laughs> it was a little bit too, like, I'm not going to say it was well written, but I think it was a little too well written for it to be funny. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um. It was just like this mir- first of all, Murtaugh just makes me think of Outlander. So I, <laughs> I know, he looks like, like an, an old, old man. man. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's such like a blubbery like. <laughs> You're so beautiful. Also, it was such a blue ballsy fan fiction. Nothing <laughs> happened. We like danced and almost kissed and like, I, I say we. I say we. <laughs> <laughs> it was you. It was you actually. Freaking Aragon busting up our moment. Oh my god. And your friend is so horny for you and Verta. Whips and chains excite me. Oh, oh yeah. my. Angela was like, ooh. All right, <laughs> Get right. Get it. Right. A-ooga, a-ooga. Whoever the fuck Angela is. Who the fuck is Angela? I don't know. Is that the girl from the. Oh my the god. Movie? I just. <laughs> Jesus fucking. <laughs> Guys, listeners, listen, we've had many libations and we just turned around and it's our dad and stepmom's home and there's like a spooky painting right behind us and she's been here the whole time. She's been looking at us this whole time. Alright, put this on the Instagram. This is the TikTok. I thought the TikTok was me dancing. I hope you make like four TikToks off of this episode. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, this is the finale. I hope it was good enough. Um it was kind of all over the place. Gray wasn't here unfortunately. Yeah, stupid weather. Stupid weather. Stupid weather. Stupid weather. Um and yeah, we'll be back in 2023, but I think we are going to take off January. We need a little bit of a break. 2022 was kind of a marathon. But yeah, look forward to more exciting events from us next year. <laughs> I don't know what Yay! I'm saying. Maybe next year is when the podcast gets good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, that's all we got. Bye. Thanks for listening. Thank you. At Latchkey Sibs everywhere. And goodbye. Bye. Happy New Year.
2: Bushels of fun Now the jingle hop Has begun Jingle bell, jingle bell Jingle bell rock Jingle bells time and Jingle bell time Dancing and prancing In jingle bell square